I could make a fun pun out of this. Rolling into the weekend. Fuck off! <laughs> Don't steal my pun, Brayman! No, now I can't use it and it's all your fault. <laughs> I'm just warming up the tyres. Hello guys and welcome back to the Parked Up Podcast by Park Femme. And we are back, strolling into episode 18, which is the last stroll episode. That I was really impressed by my pun, and then when I went, hi, I have a pun, uh, Naomi took the pun before I had time to say the pun. So that's fun. Well, um, we are, what, 38 days? No, it would be longer than that. But it's 38 days till we go away to Spain. So that... So no, it's 38 days until F1 race weekend is back. Not the race, the race <laughs> weekend. I'm so gassed. I'm so gassed for it to be back. Um, however, yeah, it's, still be good. it's not as if we don't have anything to keep us preoccupied in the meantime. Because it's Raw Seek. I think this is the busiest race weekend we've had so far this year. Yeah, well, we've only had like one other really. Other than like feeder series, because obviously you've got, you know, the off-season championships going on. Yeah. But yeah, we're pretty pretty packed this weekend. We've got, well, we've got a lot to kind of debrief over. Obviously, we've got Formula E, but it's not just a normal Formula E weekend. It's um, one of the dual round weekends. So we've got a race week, a race day on the Saturday and a race day on the Sunday. So we've got the two rounds, and. On top of that, we also have the race of champions this weekend, and then on top of that, we have a whole hours twenty four hour race going on with the twenty four hours of Daytona. So it's a very very busy weekend, and I just so happen to be working all of it. Ah, uh, I know, typical uh, every time, without fail. What a mood! What a bloody mood! So um, huh. I have i've set the quiz and the guess who up to lead oh, into two separate things to do with the three series we've got going on so you guys oh. can either have the guess who or the quiz and it will just lead us into what we're going to talk about first we guess who because i feel like that's the way we usually go yeah it's because it's slightly more light-hearted the guess who Okay. I still don't like that. That scares me. <laughs> scares me. <laughs> okay, guys. You got this. Okay, ready? Fact number one. <laughs> this driver started karting at the age of seven. There, the fact that there are so many things going on. <laughs> I just like silence at this point because we just, we know it's just... One day you're going to guess no a name idea. from that first one and it's going to be correct. I know. I know. Um, I have no idea who. I'm going to go Robin. Primes. Who, who's last week? Jake Dennis. I am. Um, Sasha. Sasha Finistars. Fact two. No, no. This driver made their single-seater debut in 2015. Kelvin van der Linde. And I'm making that guess because of this weekend. I don't want to think about that, though. 
Because if I think about him, and I think about I DCM, and I think about DCM, I get major fucking depression. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Why is so your hair yeah. so much shorter on that side? It's not. It's because <laughs> of the black under my hair. <gasps> Whereas the blonde's oh. covering the black so much on this side and just not on this side. Um, I'm going to stick with Sasha. I don't know who else to go for. I don't want to say that mother man's name, so I'm going to stick with Sasha. Okay. So, across fact number three, across their time of feeder series, this driver has taken a, taken a third, two seconds, and two wins in championships. So, they're two championships wins, mm. two championship vice championships, and a third championship in a championship. I have like no idea. <laughs> I don't know any other track. So they have a pretty, they have a it's pretty solid be, feeder be, series. Yeah, they've got to be yeah, but like recent enough. Feeder series doesn't always mean like, like F one feeder series. Like it can just be like the feeder series. Yeah, there's loads of feeder series, but they came not... in you know single seaters. So that's like the beginning of their feeder series in 2015. Exactly. So. Between 2015 and 2023, you know, because I'm not going to tell you when they started paid racing, they've accumulated, you know, five decent championship finishes in what we could say eight years. But obviously, it's not going to have been eight years. Yeah. Um... No, I can't. I'm not changing, I guess. I was going to go oscar for a minute there and then i was like no because the gap between like sign karting and like feeder series is like not right and he's won too many championships for you not to mention them i know that sasha won the french formula four i think that was his like first championship yeah and then he also won the japanese one of the japanese i know those were like his those two championships he's won so that makes sense with the two, like two first. But it was two first, wasn't it? That you said in the chat, yeah. But I don't know about the others. But so I'm, I'm going to stick with Sasha. Yeah, Oscar has won three because I was writing something yesterday. Um. So like he's done. Um. Let's see, F two, F three, and then he also won the Euro Cup. No, last year it was just. Well, this next one's going to throw a spanner into all of your guys' work. Um, This driver likes to play chess before an F1 race. Oh, 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 I know, I know this. I actually know this as well. Oh. I know this because I remember reading it. Exactly. Oh god! Think hard. I know this because I'm. Think hard. This driver likes to play chess before an F1 race. I remember because I was like reading it and it's like, oh yeah. Can't have Katie's looking. She's got her eyes closed, thinking. It's a bit of bias. I'm having a mental breakdown. I'm not gonna lie. 
I was almost convinced that I had it right because I was like, oh, I've been doing, I had to do my research for an article, whatever. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, just think about all the different race series we've got on this weekend. Yeah, there's a lot. There is. There's three. Yeah, and Inza has like five billion drivers in. Did any of them do F one? Not currently. What was that? Nothing. Do you want the next? Do you want the next clue? I think. No, I can just. I can just read you. You're I, just like. Shh. I think the next clue will give it away. Okay. Hang on. Mm, hang on. Hang on. Okay, hanging. Um, is it I feel like it's a very very thing to do why I don't know why this name right because I remember everyone like doing like little videos you know like like videos but they don't strike me as the type of people Mick Schumacher I don't know why, but he is a fucking person to play it is is because of Race of Champions yeah, I'm gonna go Mick. Only because, only right. because he, he strikes me as the type of person to play chess before going out and driving 200. Yeah, but, he's Mick. He's Mick. It's just like that. Like it's not gonna be Mick to do. Fact number. <clears throat> my voice. Fact number five. This driver has changed names during their racing career. It is yeah. Mick. And then fact number six, this driver will join Sebastian Vettel at the Race of Champions this weekend. The way you say Vettel, that makes me... Vettel. You're just so, so Kingsland. I don't really know how to take that one. Take it as you will. Sebastian Vettel. So Martin Brundle. Isn't that not technically how it's pronounced? Vettel. It's like more of an F than a V, isn't it? <laughs> but it's not the it's not the F that's weird. You go L, but Vettel. 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 You go Vettel. Sebastian Vettel. 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 Fuck! I don't know now. It's really upsetting me though because I've got obviously um, the Wikipedia bit with all the drivers competing in the Nations Cup, and it has the 2023 season series and like 2023 series next to it and next to Sebastian Vettel it says none no stop <laughs> oh, I could say it because Celeste isn't here but I can just imagine <laughs> Celeste in the middle of Thailand listening to the podcast like oh yeah yeah what the fuck <laughs> you're gonna get abused on WhatsApp <laughs> yeah yeah no literally because that's her only form of giving me abuse right now is through WhatsApp so that's great fun um yes race of champions um, does anyone know all that much about Race of Champions to give an overview of what Race of Champions is? Yeah, well, kind of. Kind of. I can get you. I can get the Race of I can, Champions. I mean, it's basically it's kind of just like a fun weekend where right drivers or riders even sometimes from multiple different championships come together, race some crazy cars in a really crazy place. Um, so like this year it's Sweden. Um, just like last year in the snow um, and they drive the weirdest little cars or like also look really nice cars 
Uh, and it's basically a time challenge, a mini like time challenge, just try to get around the track quicker than the other person you're dueling, almost like Formula E. Um, and but it's like quite literally, you start on the start line together, you go off, and then end up it's, it's who like, can cross the line quicker. If people know what scale electrics is, yeah, it's basically, basically, it's basically, basically a massive scale, scale electric with like champions but i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure the fact is that it's race of champions they have to have won a championship in their respective oh. thingy oh. i'm pretty sure that's why it's yes. race of champions they have to have won let me get the drivers up petter solberg has won a championship We've mick got yeah because sebastian Sebastian Vettel. No. No, Sebastian Loeb. Sebastian Loeb. Yeah. Adrian Tampi, which they are Team France. Sebastian does Extreme E for this upcoming season. Yeah, but he's a rally legend. Yeah, he's a world rally champion. The e touring car World Cup. He's also 11 times X Game Gold medalist. Woo. Yeah. Um, team Germany, we have Sebastian Vettel, four-time Formula One world champion with no 2023 series. Um, and then we have Mick Schumacher, 2021? Nope. 2020. No, no. Fuck's sake. Oh, yeah, because Oscar <laughs> Piastri, 21, Felipe Djokovic, 20. Yeah. Got it. Mick Schumacher, this is, I get this all, it's all yeah. more articles. More article writing knowledge. Time is just time does not sit right in my head. Uh, but yeah, Mick Schumacher, twenty twenty F two, world champion. Or... Not and not world. I I'm giving him that title. Um, as twenty twenty sure. is Formula One as a reserve driver. Um, Finland, you got Mika Hakkinen, two time oh, F one world champion ninety eight and ninety nine. My guy. Um, and he's doing nothing in 2023. And then Valtteri Bottas. <laughs> Don't a sabbatical. Valtteri Bottas won F3? Question mark. He did. Because he, he didn't did. win F2 because he didn't enter F2. And he's doing yeah, Formula One. Okay. One. Anyone that's not done F one, uh, don't ask me what they've done. These two will accumulate. I will help. You. Don't you worry. I've got I've got the website up. Norway, so we have Oliver Solberg who's doing World Rally Championship next year. Oh, he is on the website now. Um sorry. He was the FIA ERC one junior champion. So he won his championship. And then Peter Solberg is his teammate. Yeah. Yeah, the lovely little the the lovely little story of that was like twenty two. Because like you could just see them just like having a really good time together and Oliver just got like adopted by everybody and it's just like out of sun now. If you go onto YouTube and like you type them in, there's so many videos of like them two going around just random courses in the world, scaring the shit out of each other because they both know how to drive a car. Yeah, but both of them, are, as they can't be passengers, they're yeah. some of the worst passengers in the world. They'd never be able to be a co-driver in rallycross, yeah, because they don't have the ability to be able to just, just sit there while someone's sending you around the corner at like hundred miles an hour. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Um, this is a public apology to Sweden. 
Um, okay, Sweden, we have Johan Christofferson. Yep, that was good. Ah, oh, who does Extreme E. Um, what is, what did, uh, he is a five-time world champion in the FIA World Rallycross. 2017, 2018, 2020, 21, and 2022. Yeah, and did he not win? Well, he's won, a, I know, at least a couple of races in Extreme E with Rosberg. Pretty sure they won a championship, but I'm not sure. Hang on, who oh, no. yep. 2021 Extreme E Championship. The first ever championship. Championship. Extreme E. Johan Yeah, on the race of... Who's Phoenix racing for? Nordic. Ah, on the website it's just got the Swedish flag next to him and I'm like, ha <laughs> right. The Okay, this is the one that I'll probably get wrong. Um, Matthias Ekstrom. Extreme. Yeah, yeah. Extreme. who also does extreme e. Um, it makes up the rest and, of from Sweden. And also did a lot of rally cross in his career. I think he won the Macau Grand Prix twice. Mm. What championship did he? Oh, he's World Rally Cross champion 2016. Yeah. Tw- I told you World Rally Cross. 2004 and 2007 DTM World Champion as well. Yeah, because he's returning. To DTM this year? Question mark? Yeah. Um, don't know. It just says it's doing something. Me on her. Okay. But it might say differently on his Wikipedia. Nope. Useful. Whoever does Wikipedia, hate you. Um, Nordic, we have Tom Christiansen, who is doing nothing. Woo this year he's he's a legend because he's retired he he raced in the Le Mans every year from 1997 to 2014 when I say he's a legend he's a legend he won in 1997 2000 2001 2002 2003 2004 2005 2008 and 2013 he's literally like Mr. Porsche as well that's why at least considering that he's a legend yeah. That is insane. Yeah. He's also won WEC, the WEC Championship in 2013. Mm-hmm. And he also won Alms in 2001. Alms. 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 Alms? Asian Alms Series or European? American. Alms. Are you sure? American. It says the American Le Mans series of 2001. I did not know that existed. Um, the inaugural season was 1999 and it folded in 2013. That's why it doesn't exist. And it did, but it doesn't anymore. <laughs> R.I.P. Oh my god, his streak in the 24 hours of Le Mans, by the way, is insane. So his first yeah, thing he won and then he DNF'd two years in a row. And then he won, 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 and won. Then he finished third, and then DNF'd again. And then won, and then two-thirds, DNF'd, finished second, and then won, and then finished second again. So anytime he actually placed, he was on the podium. If he didn't place, it's because he DNF'd. Yeah. What the fuck? He's pretty, like, incredible. Oh. 
Um, we also have um, Felix. Oh, sorry, Felix. I'm about to butcher your last oh, name. Oh, come on. I always, oh, on. I always butcher his last name without fail. Felix Rosenquist. Christ? Christ? Yeah, yeah, that was a fail. Yeah, no. Rosenquist. Yeah, see? I fail it every time. Felix Rosenquist. He is in IndyCar for 2023. I'm becoming an IndyCar stan in 2023 as well. So Yes, Alice has been watching Bus Bros and you'll <laughs> all be very happy to hear that. I have been watching Bus Bros. It's very entertaining. And I got attached to Bus Bros and then I watched um, The IMSA Qualifying, which we'll get into a bit later. Um, <laughs> I'm funny, sorry about that. Emotional turmoil. <laughs> um, championship titles. He is the European Formula 3 champion from 2015. Anyone thought he didn't? He? But no, no, he, he came. He, no, he didn't. He won races. Yeah, he didn't win championships. He won three races in his one year in Formula E. He came third. I was going to say he still oh, did no, well. He did two he? years. He did three years. His first oh. year, in his debut year, he came third. In his second year, he came sixth. And then in his final year, he came twenty-fifth. Oh wait, no, he only did one race in 2019 Sorry, Felix. <laughs> Ah, sounds very formally to me. Now, are you guys ready for the best team in rock? It's the United Kingdom. That's that's team us. We're meant to no, okay. Um, hey, we got Jamie Chadwick though. Thank you, thank you. Bit more energy for the only woman in rock. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yep, only woman in rock. Thank you. What? Oh, Emma. Honestly, yeah, sorry, I, I hate to bring up last year. Emma and Mika as like a team duo was the was best funny. thing ever. And that will, I, that was just, that will never change because it was so iconic. Yep. Jamie Chadwick is the only woman this year in rock, which, you know, I, comments are going on hold about that. Um, she's doing Indie NXT next year, which I personally think is a good move for her. I know a lot of other yeah. people don't think it is. Um, are saying that, you know, she's not doing anything to get into F1 that way. Um, but I think... Somewhere and F1's not always the final destination. Exactly. And F1 has shown, um, especially the past couple of years, how much of a closed sport it is rather than an open sport, especially with the fact that so many teams keep trying to enter cars and the other team's like, no. So then the FI's like, okay, well, we're not entering more teams then. Sorry. Like, stop. You're either in or you're not. Exactly. So, you know, it's, it's difficult to grow when it comes to F1. Um, and I think that as a woman trying to get into F1, in this current climate of Formula 1, it's impossible. And... I think she's done a good thing by, you know, she's going to Indian NXT. She'll easily move up through the ranks. Could see her probably in IndyCar in the next few years. Yeah, and like, also like, Indy is an easier route, easier route to get actually competitive racing. And like, a lot of people like I've spoken to have said like, they way prefer the IndyCar racing. Even drivers themselves have said like, it's the most competitive series and like there are other i think not like jamie needs to kind of stop with the f1 dream because i'll never stop that that doesn't stop no. 
But I think she needs to look at other options because if she's so stuck on that, it'll just get him nowhere. And there are other women who are being supported directly from grassroots, which hopefully will be able to take a place. You know, you've got people like Abby Pulling, who is like incredible now being supported by Alpine. And she's 18, 19, something like that. Yeah. Um, it would, it would be quite yeah. nice to see, say, like, in a couple, like, say, like, 10 years' time. We get a female on the grid, a female driver on the grid, and her coach is Jamie Chadwick. Not her coach, but like you know what I mean, like her manager. Yeah, mentor. So she has, yeah. she gets to F one in like the racing capacity, not yeah. as yeah, not as like a testing driver, as like a female driver's coach, because then she still gets to F one in a way. Obviously, it's not driving, but. She's there to the female drive on the grid. That's what I like. Dream. Yeah, you know, and it's like, I feel like when when that happens, because it will, it'll be. Oh god, even thinking about it is weird. I've gone rid of it off topic, but like, you know, you think about like all the people that have come before, whoever it will be, and you think of, you know, Jamie. You think of Susie. You think of. Alice, Emma, you think of loads of other names, you think of Maria, and it's just like, there's so many, so many names it, it could have been or should have been. And when that does happen, it'll be, it'll be quite interesting. It'll be history for sure. <coughs> it so will be. Because we're looking wait. at the fact it's going to be bordering, what, 50 years, probably by the time we get another yeah. woman in motorsport, it's going to be about 50 years since a female raced in a Formula One race. Crazy. crazy. I think it's like, it's crazy as well for, for us, because we kind of like, obviously we look up to people in the sport, but it's like, it's never... Well, in the Formula One sense, it's never the people actually driving the cars, mm. rather than Jamie or maybe Susie when she she was able to get into the Williams. Um, luckily, um, uh, Abby has been having her goes in the in the Alpine, but you know, Ferrari are bringing up people now. Um, Red Bull still don't have any women. Don't think so. No, I should know this because I literally yeah. wrote out the entire That's why I asked you. Red Bull Junior. No, they have three Enzos, but no women. That speaks words. Too many Enzos. Too many um, Enzos. What you said too about... Men, too many, many men. Women in F1. Obviously, Susie did a pre-practice, but yeah. the last woman race in F1 in the 80s, was 76. Oh, I was close. It's 40, 47 years ago. I was so close in my 50 guess. Oh, I'm so good at Le these things. Sorry. Lella Lombardi. Yeah. And it's just like, that was... If my parents ever listened to this, they'll kill me. That was six years after my parents were born. My parents were six. Yeah. And it's just like, F1, like, what are you doing? Literally. Like, the fact that all three of us sat in, sat in this call right now have never once witnessed a female race in Formula One. It's actually something, like, 
dreams. Like we can't oh, like, I can imagine and it's just like I literally turned twenty five in just over a month. That and I have never seen a female race in Formula One. Twenty five years. And I was propped up in front of that TV the the second I could be. I was born the day before the first race of the 1998 Formula One World Championship, and there has not been a single woman race. That's that's fucking blasphemy. That's that's horrific, and it's not because there aren't any good women like female races. Because there are some very very good yeah we know there are races like. That's not the point. I think. I think. Yeah, I think if you, you know, if people say, "Oh no, like they're not good enough," I, I request you and I order you to look at other championships because you look at Inza, and there are plenty of women. I mean, not loads, but there are more than a lot of championships that I watch. You look at WEC, there are a good amount. There are, you know, informally they make sure to have women test in the cars as well because when they do their rookie tests it is split gender for each teams obviously extremely exists and gt will challenge everything like that never forget the iron dames becoming the first the first ever fully female team to win a race at the european Le Mans series it's insane you know, I would be shocked sure. if they were the first women's team to win, like full women's team to win something across pretty much any motorsport, bar W Series, obviously. I think that's the only reason why the statistic can't stand is because obviously when they introduced teams into W Series, there was then teams women winning with. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, obviously, like IMSA or like WEC, because mm. you know. It's just, I don't know, watch it. Iron Dames is a really good thing as well, because Iron Dames have achieved a lot in the small time that they've been running. Yeah. Like, um, Lilo, how do you pronounce her last name? Is it Lilo Wedo? Wedo? I think it is. I think. Yeah. She signed for Ferrari. And it's like, that's a big deal. Like, of course, Ferrari have, like, their feet, like, um, FDA where they've got my veg and um a couple of other women drivers can't remember the names because there was a new one from this year um yeah, they also dropped Laura camps dropped Laura yeah and before they even gave her a chance which is yeah interesting yeah um but like actually having like a I think she's the first female Ferrari factory driver which is insane it's just because like, Ferrari have been around for a very, 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 very long time. Yeah. And it's like, you know, and then you look at kind of the other things like Dorian Pin. Dorian is so, like, young and so fast, and she's such a big future ahead of her. It's, it's be like good crazy. to see her in work this year. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's work. She's with Prima. I can remember yeah. if the, she was with Primer and Weck or Elms, but it's Weck because she's with. Yeah. Um, so yeah, well, Dor- Dorian Pin is joining Juan Manuel, isn't she? That's announced. Oh. Yeah. Juan, he'll be there what when he's not with Formula Two because Formula Two is his main commitment, thanks to the FIA. 
because that comes first according to the FIA, always. For whatever reason, it's alright. It's alright. Um, the only other, the only other member of the well, the, I say the only other member. They've got two members per team. Um, we have David Coulthard, the Scottish King. Okay, okay. The DC, <laughs> the DC. The big um, DC. What's David Coulthard done for him to? He's know, won like something in like F three when he was like. <laughs> 15 years old. Uh, <laughs> I think war after and a that. Child. <laughs> no, because I was like, I know he's not. It didn't win F1. I know that. So I now yeah. I want to know what he did to win for him to be a champion. The Macau Grand Prix, the Masters of Formula Three. Uh-huh. He's won the Formula Four championships as well. That's it. That's literally it. <laughs> Um, and then we have the United States of America with Tanner. Yeah. Is it Boost? Uh, Boost? Tanner Faust. Tanner Faust from Extreme E. Um, he yeah, he drives with McLaren there. He is a global rallycross champion and also America's rallycross champion as well. He's, a, he's also, he does like stunt driving. So you should watch some of his stunt driving videos because he is a fucking insane driver. He is just, he's just, yeah, absolutely like one one of the best. Like that's coming from me, who sort of like, oh, it's gonna sound weird, but like, there's a lot of American drivers at the moment that are getting paid seats in championships because the Americans want to be involved in European series. I can't, I can't. I can't think of any off the top of my head. Um, but he is purely—he's just an insanely talented driver. Of watching his like videos of his like his um, stunts that he does, like they're actually sometimes you watch them and you're like, "How the hell has he actually kept that?" Like, yeah, not crashing. It's insane. Um, he is joined by Travis Pastrana, who oh, no is way. the 2021 Nitro Rallycross champion. He's also an American Rally Association champion. He won the championships in Rally America from 2006 to 2009. Wait, I did not know he was doing Rallycross. Like, he was doing Race Champions this year. Yep, in his 2023 season oh. is Nitro Rallycross. Travis <laughs> Pastram is just like a legend. Mm. I'm not even lying. Like he is incredible. I got to see him at Goodwood, and that was that was such a good experience. He has a very good CV. I won't lie. I'm having a look. Um, and then the All Stars, we have Felipe Drogovic, um, the 2022 Formula oh, Two champion. Um, his 2023 oh, season is Formula One. Uh, reserve driver for Aston Martin and he is joined with Thierry Neuville um, who is a rallycross driver as well what's he won? normally it tells me right at the top when I click on his Wikipedia and now I've got to scroll all the way down and it's not going to tell me when I scroll all the way down sorry but I don't think he's has he not won a championship? how is he there? Used. 
He must have won something championship He's wise. not very all star then, is he? Truly he, must he, he is a champion of finishing runner-up in the Drivers' Championships. He's done it five times in 2013 and 2016 all the way through to 2019. Well, we'll start now, all second. Here's the wildcard entry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. If somehow this gets to him, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean it with as much love as possible. Otherwise, people are going to question why you're racing in it. <laughs> Oh, oh damn! What? With getting my news from um, the Feedy series, by the way, um, Roding Cars becomes the majority shareholder of Carling, and the team will now be named Roding Carling. That's what I was yelling about earlier, Kay. Oh, uh, crazy, isn't it? Mad. Yeah, that is actually really strange. It's very big news. Very big news. Yeah, especially with like how big Carlin is in the world of either series. I think people kind of underestimate that, but they are, like, massive. Them and Prema are the two biggest names in yeah. the series. But I think even them with Prema, like, they've not been around for the longest. Like, they have. But they have But, like, let's just say, like, Aunt Davidson was with Carlin. That, that See, Carlin... Colin does a and lot of like, the like, low, British low. Formula 4, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like they do a lot of British Formula 4, Formula 3. Um, but like, that's, that's quite a big thing. Like, I don't know, like, Seb, Seb raced for Carling, Daniel raced for Carling, Valtteri Bottas raced for Carling, I'm pretty sure. I think so. Most drivers, just like, most drivers have raced in Carling Blue. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Very interesting. I, that's, I find that quite interesting because obviously that's probably come from a lot of... Was Liam with them last year or the year before? Pass. Awesome. Because um, obviously he's he's sponsored by Rodan. Yes. Sponsored by Rodan New Zealand, so that's probably quite a big... Yes, he is indeed sponsored by them. Um, but about twenty twenty two, you finished third with yeah. Carlin. Yeah, so last year, so that's probably sprung from that. Obviously, Liam's not competing in Formula Two anymore. Um, big sad, but you know, as you said, sometimes you just gotta move on and remain stuck with Red Bull, but you know. Yeah, I do think he was the smartest out of the top three from 2022, if I do say so myself. Yeah, I think... If we're going to discuss that while we're here. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think Felipe Drogovic making his only thing, as we're, far as we're aware of, by the way, here. Felipe Drogovic's only thing being that he's an F1 reserve driver next year is silly. I think personally, mm, yeah. um, because you know you need to be actively racing. Still, you can't just wait and hold out. Um, and I think Terry Porsche going back to F two is stupid. Really stupid. Really stupid. Finished runner up last year. If you really do not stupid. win it this year, you have bollocked your entire racing career. 
I think I, I think, think the thing is is that they kind of believe that like I think I, I kind of spoke to Callum a bit about this because the whole part of it of maybe going down other routes in motorsport is actually admitting to the fact that F one is a bit out of reach. Mm. And he said like that that's a whole that's a whole thing by itself is like admitting that like you're probably not gonna get there. And it's like it's difficult, but like even with like Liam doing Super Former, like I that that's a good decision. I'm glad he's gone and done it, but I think I would rather see him in a different championship. Yeah. And I would way rather see that man do IndyCar because I know I think it will be more suited to him. And I think with Teo, Teo would really suit insurance racing. Yeah. Or Formula E. Just something to actually get him out there. With Felipe, it would actually be quite perfect doing um, Indy Half because he's Brazilian. It'll be, you know, same kind of area, not far for fans to travel to. I think um, the only issue with IndyCar is obviously his F1 responsibilities might have an issue. Yeah, but like, you know, we've seen with Callum, like, he is able to fly out when he needs to. Yeah. It is still like, it depends what what's in your contract, really, who you're tied to more. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I think, I think. It's difficult because F2 and F1 have quite literally stopped people from testing other series. That in, makes me think we that. should probably talk and about it is so it the Colton Herter situation while we're on I the topic know. of conversation. I don't know anything about this. This is new to me. So talk to me. Teach me. Colton Herter wanted to enter, was it technically oh, his fourth yeah. championship in a year? Yeah. Fourth? I don't know if that's correct, numbers-wise. When? when? He wants Last to year? This year? Is it this year he wanted to do it and now they've shut it down? I don't know. I, I don't actually know about this. Obviously, I know about the whole super license and... So, Colton Herter like... wanted to... Um, yeah. So, Colton Herter was willing to race in a fourth tier. That's where I get the fourth from. Fourth tier series oh, yeah. to score more super license points. So, he'd get the super license points to race in F1, and the FIA blocked it. Oh. I'd have said, nope, you can't do that. How else is the man meant to get the super license points to race in F1 if that's what he yeah. wants to do if you're blocking it? It's really difficult because that kind of. It kind of, what's the word? It kind of um, misses the point of the super license. Yeah. If you go and do the fourth tier just to get more points, I... it kind of, yeah, yeah, it kind of doesn't, it doesn't hit the nail on the head with the super license points, but at the same time, it's what he needs to do because they need to give more super license points and indycar yeah this is where it's like mm -hmm. it comes back to this instance where the the super license is good in the sense that it is a way to stop pay drivers from just being pay drivers all of the pay drivers <clears throat> we see now whether people want to admit it or not like that we see come through now are good drivers 
Nicholas <laughs> Latifi, although, yes, got signed because of his money and was essentially a pay driver, would not have gotten there if he did not have the super license points that he was able to accumulate yeah. by finishing you know. where he finished in F2. And he finished second, and that's that's why, yeah. you know, like, obviously he paid for it, but, like, he did actually get there, to be fair, but, like... <laughs> yeah, like, he still got the points for it. And the fact that IndyCar's points, like, the po- super license points you get from IndyCar is so low that even winning the IndyCar championship would probably not even guarantee you the super license points for an F1 seat is insane. Mm. That is, you know... The fact that you could be, like, it all comes down to money as well. The fact that Colton Herter has enough money to be able to afford to go into another series just to gain super license points. Not calling Colton uh, Colton Herter a pay driver in the slightest because he's incredibly talented. But he most definitely has the money to be able to pay his way into F1, which is essentially what he would be doing by entering another series to get super license points technically essentially a pay driver there if you are paying for multiple series it's why they put a massive shutdown on drivers that wanted to race an f2 and f3 at the same time i don't remember if you guys remember yeah. that drama i think yeah. it was 2019 or 2020 that was i want to say 2020 i want to say 2020 it was insane i remember Cause, that because it was someone wanted to do oh it was uh Matteo nanini Yes. How did I remember that? I don't know. Usually, how did I pull that out of the background? Um, yeah, and he wanted to, he was doing both with HWA. And they were like, no. And they were like, oh, no, choose. And he chose to do F3. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this Colin Hurt situation, although I, I don't believe the FIA should be able to stop you from doing whatever your money can afford you to do, because that's your own money to do whatever. Um, however, I do think that this incident should make the FIA kind of look and think maybe we do need to revise the series and what points they get towards the super license. Mm. Because Mm. I do think the super license is good as a whole. I do think it has its flaws, i.e. some of the points scoring system here. I don't think that a paid series should score lower points than a pay series personally i think but i I also do realize why they do it is because fia want the ideal you know ladder to go f4 f3 f2 f1 and the only way they can do that is if they give those series the most points so that they follow the ladder. yeah i think it's like also because like with f1 for the whole of like last year and the year before Obviously, a lot of the F2 drivers were like, oh, we want to test an Indy car. Like, can we? And they're like, no. No. And they're like, you don't, you don't, they're, they're basically saying you can't test an Indy car unless you are racing there next year. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, kind of. Um, and I think what we are seeing lately is there are communicating a bit more and they're actually like okay yeah you can test here now or like okay we're realizing that this is like actually a path for you rather than completely shutting it off but still they are still very like mm, indycar but i think obviously a lot with liberty media is like it's very american based so 
we're seeing a lot of American races next year, or this year. Um, and <laughs> the difficult thing is, it's like, it'll be, I think we'll see it, it together a bit more. I, it's difficult because it's not, it's not a feud series, is it? Like, it's it's not, and I it never will be. And if it ever is made that or ever thought to be that, it'll make me so angry because it's the same situation with Formula E. Because they're like, oh, sometimes it's a feeder series. And it's like, no, it's its own championship. It's its own thing. That's not to lead you anywhere. It is the pinnacle of its own place. That's why I hate the idea of pinnacle of motorsport. Because there is none. There, there are many different levels, different championships, different type of cars. It may have the top mechanical engineering, but the bottom of quality of racing and it will be the difference in many different things but even then with like this whole like pinnacle motorsport if you've got someone that's like one one championship in formula one yeah um only literally only one one but you've got someone that has won 10 like championships in indycar Who's are you going to say is going to be the better driver? Just purely, you're going to people are going to go. Oh, it's the one that won F1 because it's the pinnacle of motorsport. You ever hear anyone at once? This other person is like ten times has been the top driver in that thing. You put them both in the same like same car, same track, same chassis, like everything exactly the same car. I'd put my money on the ten times winner coming out on top. But I, th- like, I think I, mean, I think a lot of this negativity does stem back to an interview that Michael Schumacher once had. I don't know if any of you have seen the interview Mm. where he was essentially asked, would you ever go to IndyCar? And he said, why would I downgrade, essentially? Um, And then said that basically it's just (laughs) the F1 rejects and it's just easy yeah. racing and i'm like yeah, it's kind of... easy racing yeah the See, it's faster, like aren't they? i'm pretty sure it's kind of harder it's to it's really faster. stupid they are a lot harder to control and i think that's why a lot of f2 drivers are realizing it's a really good option for them because there's no power steering in f2 and there's no power steering in indycar but there is an f1 so that's why a lot of the f2 drivers are like well it's kind of an easier option i may Mm. get paid more for actually where i am i'm gonna get actually good racing i have a chance of actually doing well Mm. i will know how to deal with the car better i get a holiday out of it (laughs) and it's like well maybe even get a bus out of it they may get a bus out of it and everyone wants a bus everyone's a bus and they want their bus bros oh bus bros i need to finish watching all the bus bros we need to start. You do. We um. Okay. So if we go into the quiz, um, so obviously with the guess who leading us into rock and whatever else it left, you know, left us led led us into. There we go. Waffle again. Waffle. Um, the quiz is going to lead us into some Formula E, and we're going to be doing Diria because we got Diria this weekend. So it's a Diria quiz. Did I say Diria oh. enough? Diria. Diria. Or or is it Riyadh? Diria? Diria. Diria? Diria. That's the thing is, like, it's it's, it's the Diria E3, but it's, like, in Riyadh. Sorry. It's giving me us drunk on the bus in Amsterdam going, Diria? 
Okay, question number one. <laughs> Which two drivers hold the most wins at the Diria e Why can't I fucking write? Hang on. Hang on, I'm on the wrong thing. That's why. You're so silly. No. You silly goose. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> you silly goose. You silly goose. You so silly. You're so silly. <laughs> I watch this. Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh my god. Can you hurry up? It's two names you need to write. I can, I, I can, I can say them to you because I know them, but I can't remember what I used to do my writing on. For God's sake, what have you got, Naomi? Mitch Evans, Nick the Freeze. What did you have? Nick and Sam. It was Nick and Sam. Oh. Poor Sam <laughs> Bird. Sam, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not I'm sorry. sorry. Okay. I am. Question number... Have you got your writing thing up yet? You're telling us. <laughs> got it. Okay, question number two. <laughs> what year did we first hold the Diria e Prix? I went for a random date. I'm picking random years. Could be wrong. What'd you, what'd you get? <laughs> okay. 2016, it was 2018. I was saying because it's... It has been fairly new. Uh, but I thought, I thought 2000... Oh no, no you are right because... Then 2020 was when they first held no. Is it 2020 or 21 wasn't when they first held it as a night roast. Yeah, correct. You don't get a bonus point for that though. Oh, uh... oh I'll give her a bonus point. I know it's a bonus point. For it. There you go. Thank you have a bonus. You. You're welcome. Okay, true or false? We have had a different driver set the fastest lap at every race in Diria. Different driver. Yep, different driver set the fastest lap at every race in Diria. Why does the handwriting come out so neat on this? It never does. True, false. It is in fact true. You're correct, not uh, me. Um, it was too obscure for you to make that up out of nowhere. Don't worry. With question four, which drivers were they? Wait. Okay. What? How no, many? No. How many? How many? Seven. Seven. We had one round in 2018, and then 2019, 2020, no, 2019, 21, and 22. All. I'm just trying seven. There was all of them had two races apart from 2018. Yeah. Which year did we not go? 21? 
I'm writing the, a name even though I don't know. I have five. I have five that I, I have seven. But like, one I put in because I don't know. The last one I just. I like this person, so. <laughs> Guess who it is? This bloke's. This reminds this. Um, I'm going to put an expletive under this. No, I've guessed six. But the sixth guess, Are we I ready? Didn't want to guess. Okay, yeah. what have we got? Neek, Mitch, Sam, Lucas, Edario, Antonio Vistacosta, Alex Lynn, Bird, Evans, DeFreeze, Stoff, Dak, Lotterer. Okay, we have. <laughs> you didn't read the word after me. <laughs> we have Andre Lotterer. So, oh, damn it. That's Katie. Um, Mitch Evans. Yes. I can't remember if Katie got Mitch Evans or not. Yep. Um, Antonio Felix da Costa. Yes. My baby. Um, Stoffel van Dorn. My other baby. Mm. You didn't get Stoffel van Dorn? No, I kind of forgot he existed. Sorry, Katie. Um, okay. Nick de Vries, which you both got. <laughs> um, Nick Cassidy. I think I broke Katie. And Sam Bird. Yeah. That surprised me that Edo never got that. I got four because you know I'm just so clever. Cool. Okay. So yeah, Edo won. Edo won the second round, but was like, no, Sam, you can have fastest lap. <laughs> Edo, I just I whenever I think of Diria, I think of Edo's incredible overtake, and I just like melt. I'm not gonna lie. Whenever anyone mentions Diria, the first thing that goes through my head is that crash. No, yeah, you know it. And then the fact that Formula E capitalised on it for a whole year as part of its advertising Don't even, because you know what I felt. You know what I was like in London. (laughs) It was all of us. Every time that that came on at London, we were all like, I can't look at it. Because they capitalised on (laughs) fucking awful crash. You know, it's how F1, the crash, sorry, just quickly, this crash was like, obviously not the same magnitude, but the fact of how it all went was similar to, like, show. F1 haven't really capitalised. They have, no, they have a bit, but not to the extent that Formula E yeah. have. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they literally use it for advertising purposes. Yeah. F1 have used a lot of crashes for advertising purposes, but not that one. Like, so I think there was sort of an understanding of the severity. And it's like, I think like, oh my God. Well, actually, we'll do the quiz and then I want to have a rant about that crash. Because okay? <laughs> I, I could go for brilliant round about that okay well question number five is which driver who hasn't won in diria has the highest success rate at diria 
Who hasn't won? Mm-hmm. This driver hasn't won a race in Deria. I'm ready. I'm not. So, Please, yeah, I love just, your yeah, iPad case. It's so cute, isn't it? It is really cute. Obviously, someone that's won it has a higher success rate, but we're just going off of people that driver that hasn't won, that has a high success rate. That who has the highest success rate out of all the drivers that haven't won in Deria. That might have been a better Ooh. way to phrase that. Um, if ever in doubt, guess this man. Okay, what have we got? Stoff. Lucas Degrassi it is in fact Stoffel Van Dorn. He has... Oh, he won! No, he did not. Oh. If ever no. doubt. So bad at though. It's okay, Neil. Um, you might get this one right. Um, <laughs> who took? So, question number six, the last one before the bonus question. Who took the first ever pole position in Diria? Why would I get that right? Don't I? I'm not ready. Don't. <laughs> I don't fucking know. watched this race. This was like the year that I watched it religiously. I didn't watch. Well, I, I, mean, I watched this year, but I didn't watch live. Why are you smiling like that? <laughs> <laughs> Ow. I hurt my ankle. Oh! One second. Wait, hang on. Wait, the other question, I did it in order. What did I put first? No, I didn't put it in order. <gasps> hang on. I've been lied to. It's a good job I checked this. I just had to change the answer because I got it from one website and then looking at it on <laughs> yeah, it's just completely different. Yeah. What have you got? If in doubt. Nope. It is in fact Antonio Felix da Costa. Fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> I, I give up. I retire. I retire. I retire. My ones that I choose from, and I know that Stoff didn't win a race, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna go for the other. I retire. I would say I'll I'll, I'll quit while I'm ahead. I'm not ahead, but I'm behind, and I quit. <laughs> well, you still got the bonus question. No, which you will probably get them all right. I don't want it. Cause I'll fail. I'll give you a deal, Neil. I will let you have double the points. Right? So, there are six points up for grabs here. Okay. Katie will get one point for each driver. You'll get two (laughs) points for each driver you get right. Yay! Thank you. You're welcome. And if you get all six of them correct, Naomi, I'll give you one extra point. Only because I think Katie's going to get all six correct. And... I would put this pressure on me. No, I would. Okay. Name all the drivers who managed to take a podium in Diria 
but have never won a race. Fuck's sake. You got that you got that um that one name that you keep writing down and it's Yeah, like yeah. I don't want to write this name on my screen, Alice. Don't make me write the name. I'm sorry, I'm going to put something in brackets to make me feel better. I missed him off. That's how irrelevant he is to me. (laughs) I was going to say, I was like, it hurts. The seven names, sorry. Oopsie. Has no. Has he? No. Did he? No. Maybe. Hmm. No. I don't remember Daria last year. I don't. Th- I think it's because I quite literally didn't watch it. <laughs> Daria traumatizes me too much. You would have liked race too. Last year. Not because of first place, but because of second place. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I'm writing this name, but I doubt it, because his car shit. Um... (laughs) For fuck's sake. (laughs) Well... It was shit. Tell me you're a fan. Oh wait, I just realised what name you were actually on about. Katie was on about that she didn't want to write their name. Yeah, no, I had him. He was down first. It was someone else I'd forgotten. Oh, I don't know. So it was on the six, but I don't know. So I'm just like, yeah, well. On the podium, but didn't win. seven now. Oh, for crying out loud. I missed one. On the podium, but didn't win. Naomi. Ah! See, I don't know whether we're thinking we're on the same wavelength here, but I can try. Yeah, I think we are. Are we? I don't know. Ah! Oh, shit, then. That's what I was trying to... Okay. It doesn't count as cheating if Naomi is literally half the points behind. Just like Alice, why have I got eight? I don't know, maybe I can't count. Fuck! There is eight. Eight <laughs> Alice I, like, I I've seen specifically eight different drivers on a podium that I know I haven't had to haven't been on the first step. <laughs> Oh my god. See, I quite literally have no memory. Like, I remember what happens yeah, yeah, yeah. in races. Right down the line. But, like, I don't remember, like, the podiums. I have, don't worry. Cool. 
Okay. What have we got? Ready? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> make sure to get it in. Interesting. So we've got Jev, which you both got. Well, no, can I just say first thing? What? I thought we literally had the conversation that Mortara won the second race. You did? Yeah. Oh shit, yeah, I put Mortara. I you said seven. it! You <laughs> yeah. said it! I know. So, I know. Okay, I know. So you both got Jev. Wait, so there is only seven. No, there's eight. Okay. So you both got Jev. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then there's Lucas Degrasso. I did not. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've just written a line in the wrong one. I've actually just given Naomi an extra point by accident. I remember that. Uh, Robin Frines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hang on. I was meant to be giving. No, I was giving Naomi two points per one, so that's fine. Hang on. Oh my God. I've currently got two drivers. Yep. Giving you four points. Jake Dennis. Mm. Yes. Um, I'd like to point out that even after this, Naomi still has not caught up. Um, <laughs> Jerome Niambrosio. Yes. I wonder how I got that. I was sat here, Katie, while you had the iPad up in front of your face and I was going... And I was like, Norman. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mitch Evans. Yeah. Oh, I missed Evans. Oh, Naomi's now taking. I can never miss that man. Yeah, but she's on double points. <laughs> Twelve points. Game's game. You've game's got to remember that last week you got twenty-five <laughs> to her nineteen, and then the week before that you got ten to her seven. There has never been once that she's beaten any of you. No offense, Naomi. That's true. We then have Andre Lotterer. Yes. I didn't want to. Um, and then we have Stoffel Van Dorn. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. Would you bloody but how the fuck have you managed that? I'm flabbergasted. Um you did just steal the lead from uh from uh Katie. Um clearly when you up the bargains for her she somehow does well. Yeah, I clearly performed better under pressure. Don't worry, Katie. You won in your heart. But it feels like fucking 2021 all over again. <laughs> I'm Formally out. Or, I'm Formally out. Or F1. F1. <laughs> the fucking championship stolen from me. Yeah, but do you not remember Formally I don't care. You just got an know, Katie. You're still well in the lead um, for the championship at the end of the year. Even with this. I'm still gonna lose at the end of the year. When well, when Celeste, <laughs> Celeste comes back from Thailand and literally like dicks you all immediately and just gets back ahead, yeah. she will. It should be fine. She'll be fine. Um, that does lead us on. There's not really much to talk about with Daria this weekend. Um, as oh, yes, there is. Sorry, what? Sorry, uh, Robin. Bryan's no, don't mention this man's name. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, Robin ain't there. Kelvin is in the car. Not sure how I feel about that one. Okay. I, have I swear to God, that man. if he touches any of my drivers, I am if he touches flying, any of them, I'm flying out, and I'm going to fucking go and butcher a man. No one heard this. 
haven't heard anything. But I will go butcher a man. Me too. He has a track history <laughs> of doing it. <laughs> I was going to say that I was I was hoping it was going to be Jayhan because Jayhan's the Mahindra um, reserve mm. driver. That would make sense. And obviously, at is Mahindra. However, mm-hmm. well, obviously, with his F two announcement, with him being MP's second driver, yeah. it now makes sense. With obviously Robin Farns probably being out for the majority of the season, that Jayhan wouldn't be able to do F two and FE at the same time. And obviously, F two was probably the first hand commitment. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like with okay, I mean, am I doing my rant now? Go I just it. need to like. Oh, I can't like it's just like the anger that that crash like put through it was ridiculous. I I will literally get take up any opportunity to talk about this crash because it pisses me off so much. Um, if you don't know, basically in 2021, in the second uh, Daria Epri of the weekend, um, in the last couple of laps, uh, Alex Lynn and Mitch Evans had like a massive crash, basically. And this is, bear in mind, I think this is the first way, like, Formula E race I watched with you guys. I think it was, because it was my first yeah. weekend watching Formula E. And the the only two people I knew going into the weekend, or the, the only two people I was like, oh, I'm supporting, were Mitch and Alex. Went so well, clearly. Mm. Um, and basically, they, so if they're going like this, Mitch, someone, no, is Mitch, bro- I think Mitch broke. And Alex ended up mounting him and then doing a full aeroplane crash. It was terrifying. When, yeah. like, because basically what happened was, like, we knew nothing. And that's, I think, what scared me, like, massively. Yeah. You, you guys think... were freaking out because they didn't... just didn't say anything. Yeah. And they just didn't put, Lynn like. Go for... Lynn went for the gap and Evans shut. Yeah. They went yeah, like yeah, that yeah. into the wall. Yeah. And then. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so like there were yellow flags out, and I was like, hmm, you know, when if informally you just know something's happened when yellow flags come out because it's formally. Mm. Um, and I was like, hmm, and then like really randomly, there were two lins on the timing board, and I remember just being like, it's Alex, fuck, <laughs> and I was like, I know it's him, and then mm. it was like, red flag no word about it no word about what's happened nothing and it was like shit like something has happened and then for ages it was just like what what is going on and like i think that was when sam won because he was kept, was coming down the pit lane he sees mitch and i remember because i remember this so clearly because this 2021 yeah and it went when nick defries won yeah, because then when um, Mitch was walking away Oh from yeah, it has to be because Mitch Evans was third the race that Nick yeah. won and, uh, yeah. yeah, Mitch was walking away from the accident and went to Sam like, and you can just about hear it on the cameras, you could just, and he goes I've just been involved in a huge shunt like I'll tell you about it after and it was, it was just like, fuck and like, it was kind of just weird and then we were like looking on social media like what is happening? And you just see the video from like it was like either a marshal or just someone from the side yeah, of the track. They didn't show the crash. It's they didn't show it on at TV. all. Yeah, and it was just you couldn't just hear like 
the tire squeal and just like the slide of the car with sparks flying up and you're just like yeah it's just happened they have they have got the crash now on youtube because they use the yeah. security cameras on the racetrack the security cameras on yeah. the racetrack hooked up but it's it's horrifying like it's that's awful. what i mean by that was it's literally f1 silverstone like, yeah it was it was actually it was, terrifying and, and if you think like, Formula E seen... cars squeak on a normal day, yeah, we, they, and it's if, like if the F one, if that crash happened at Silverstone with the gravel, I genuinely think that FE car would have shredded to bits. Yeah, absolutely. Which and is I why think I'm, that's sort of like... Like, I'm glad that the Formula E tracks obviously don't have gravel because mm. I think if they went into it at fast enough speed, those cars would disintegrate. They disintegrate from touching the wall. Yeah, literally. Without a crash. That's that's something that's something that Ollie Rowland mentioned on this weekend. He was like, "They're really not strong structurally." No. Like, but um, with like the crash, it was just kind of like a terrifying thing. And they they did like a week uh, an interview the weekend after of like Alex was talking about it, and then he was also like Mitch was talking about it a bit because like they've been friends for like their whole careers they, they met in um toyota racing series in new zealand in like 2014 and have been like mates throughout that and like mitch basically like obviously that happened mitch went straight out of the car ran over was just like looking like literally just trying to get and it's like even like it's just terrifying you would thinking about it because like mm-hmm. can you imagine being in that position of like oh my god my mate's stuck under there is that my fault like and yeah we just hid nothing and then we also had the the missile strike which is the same day which was a whole other thing um and yeah like that was just really terrifying and they ended up using obviously it wasn't like the exact crash that they like recreated it for an advert for Formula E and there was a massive uproar about it because everyone was like, why the fuck do you think that's suitable to do? Because it's not. It was traumatic for everyone during the time. We didn't know anything. We didn't know anything for hours. It was was on the the main screens when you walked along the pit lane. Mm. So the mechanic, all the support crew, like the drivers had to watch that like, like, like on like every five minutes medical team yeah it's like it's like every five minutes it was on so they're reliving it constantly like they could have had it so that one one of those drivers couldn't have might not have come out of it alive but like two of them might not have come out of it alive but yeah, you're using it as an advertising and it's just like even watching like as we said like when we were at london anytime it would come on we could literally we were like no no like we can't do this yeah. Because it was like, it was terrifying. There were a few people that was obviously looking like, what the fuck, like, why aren't they watching it? But then there was actually quite a few people that when you looked, people were turning away when the advert came on. Yeah. Because it's, it's known, especially within Formula E, like, some people were like, oh my god, what? Because I think also some people thought it was real. Like, because mm-hmm. some people were like, whoa, what? But it's like... Obviously, within Formula E, if you if you know Formula E, you know about it. But it's like that was shit. Yeah. Anyway, run over. 
<laughs> Run over. <laughs> Sorry. I think that, that's pretty much all to cover across Formula E. What do we say? Chabella. Chabella. So, Naomi's gone. Naomi has to go to uni because even without Celeste, how are her schedules still clashing even without Celeste? She's normally the problem. Yeah. She is normally the problem. But here we are. Um, we're going to debrief a little bit about because uh, we had the the Raw before the 24. Sorry, I really like that. The Raw before the 24. Um, that was the weekend just gone. This qualifying session for the 24 hours of Daytona, which is coming this weekend. So if you like racing and you like endurance racing, you can literally probably watch one lap of the 24 hours of Daytona and have more drama and entertainment than a whole season of Formula One. Like yeah. 24 hour races are just chaos through and through. Just endurance races are chaos through and through anyway. Um, but topping the qualifying results, so if you don't know how um, endurance racing works, there'll be a bunch of different classes on the track at the same time. So in with this being IMSA, the 24 hours of Daytona, you've got GTP, you've got LMP2, LMP3, GTD and GTD Pro. Um, there are 61 entries um, and obviously your GTPs are your higher they're the faster cars. Um, so topping the entire session is My Shank Racing. Um, Tom Blomqvist put in a stunning lap. Yeah, um, it was a lot of drama all the way down to the end. We had a load of DNFs. Um, one of which being the Porsche Penske Motorsport car number six. Car number seven finished second. Um, so there's still a Porsche up there, but Nick Tandy in the number six DNF'd. And if you don't know how IMSA works in a general if you essentially cause a red flag your two fast laps get deleted he was on his third lap when he crashed out so his two fast laps got deleted and uh the car number six was the only car to not set a time technically because his two times got deleted so starting dead last so it's going to be a last to first challenge um in that 24 hours for them they are in a car much faster than the rest um, the Proton competition from LMP2 also DNF'd, um, but they managed to keep a time. Um, but they are starting 60th, so that's why if you look them to so far down to the bottom, it's genuinely because their laps got deleted because they crashed out. The GTP was the only one, the number six was the only one to crash out in G GTP class. Um, and the LMP2 had the Proton competition crash out of number 55, which is why they're in 60th. And it also had the Tower Motorsports um, car crash out as well. They both crashed out at the same time, but they just weren't involved in each other's crashes. Um, that was John Verano. They are starting 56th because once their two laps were deleted, they'd placed enough that they were able to be slightly higher up. Um, I can't remember if we were talking about the Bus Bros on the podcast about it or was it before? But um, the Bus Bros were in the, the Tower that's the thing is the most like, heartbreaking thing is that I started watching it and I went to my left and I went oh look it's an orange car and I see an orange car and immediately I take that in that's my ba my baby orange cars that's my baby so I was like oh yeah I'll support that not knowing that it was like the bus bros car and I was like okay that, that makes more sense and then they crashed out and I was like of course <laughs> of course I sit there and go that's my car yeah that's my car cool crashes out great <laughs> Always I case. don't think I'm gonna call a car. I'm not. I'm not saying that car's mine for Le Mans. 
I'm not doing it to myself. Um, but starting third as well. So obviously, like we said, Myshank topped it with Tom Blomkvist in the car. Felipe Nasser took car number seven of the Porsche Penske to second. Uh, Porsche Penske of two cars, six and seven. Um, and then third, we saw one of the Acuras. Um, it was with Ricky Taylor in the seat. That is probably the most gorgeous car out there. Uh, I would rival it with the Porsche. It's blue, the, the, the Acura, and it's chef's kiss. Gorgeous. The LMP2s, you have PR1, Mathiasen, Motorsports, and Ben Keating in the car topped that session. The LMP3s, we had Sean Creech Motorsport with Nico Pino um, topping that session. And then with the GTD, I couldn't find it for a second. One World Racing with Philip Ellis topped that session. And the GTB Pro was the WeatherTech Racing with Maro Engel to top that session. So... You know, the Iron Dames is why I feel like we should talk about them. They're in the GTD. Um, they've qualified 48th, um, which when you say like, oh, they qualified 48th, it doesn't sound all that great. But you have to remember they're in the GTD, which is the fourth tier. Fourth tier of the car? The cars. Um, so essentially, what is it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's about 24 cars in the GTD and they qualified about 10th. So they're pretty good. Pretty good for them. Um, they're a part of the Iron Links and Iron Links really were very... Uh, the Iron Links, the Iron Dames were very similar in the pace there. Um, it's going to be a very interesting race to say the least. I'm going to try and catch as much of it as I can. Obviously, I'm personally rooting for the Porsche Penske um in the gtp i'm Porsche gal through and through um i know for a fact celeste will be rooting for af corsa in the lmp2s and the want to say gtd yes it is the gtd and i'm also going to be rooting for Tao Sports with the bus bros because it's become a thing that i'm just constantly watching right now is the bus bros just constantly I decided I was going to channel into Indy this year, and here we are. Have you decided who you're going to support yet? Uh, definitely, obviously, my little orange car. Yeah, um, the bus Um But I have said that I've got to kind of be the mediator between you and Celeste, because in the nicest possible way, I don't want to be abandoned in France because you two have killed each other. So You don't know me. <laughs> I'll support one Ferrari team and one Porsche team and I'll let you know what I'm gonna do. Alright. I'll let you off with that one. Thank you. I will let you off. Um, thank you, thank you. I'm trying to think if there is any more crashes. I literally oh, I think the only thing to cover as well is that if you were watching the qualifying and you were confused as to why there was a bunch of 15-minute practices at the beginning of qualifying. Uh, that was because uh, heavy rainfall the previous night meant that they couldn't qualify, not qualify, practice properly, so they got extra practice ahead of the qualifying. That da 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 Nice. 
So nice. that's this weekend. Um, I actually don't know what time it starts. I can have a look. Great. Um, 24 hour. It wasn't the right place, same place. You know, I said, I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure, uh, Texas Celeste. Yeah. And I said, I'm pretty sure the number six Porsche crashed in the same place as the town motorsports. Like, from what I can remember, because I was debriefing around yeah. on it. And they did, it was at the uh, Le Mans Chicane. Le Mans Chicane? Um, and the Proton crashed at tyre number six. Says race starts at 1.40pm American time. So, which American time? It literally says 1.40pm. I'm assuming... Oh, Eastern time. Uh, wait, no, East... Yeah, ET. Eastern time. So that's five hours behind us, question mark? Uh, 1.40pm ET. No, 20, part, 20 to 7 at night. Cause... Oh, that's right. Five hours then. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, 22. Yeah. I'm so good at these things. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah, I'm going to try and catch as much of it as I can. I'll be able to catch some of it saturday but i actually need to sleep because i work all of sunday which is really annoying because i'm gonna miss the majority of it and i'm out saturday at my cousin's fair birthday happy birthday molly prematurely happy birthday molly, happy birthday, molly moon where is it there is <laughs> i have a 2001 with one of the zeros being a crescent moon because my molly moon is born in 2001 <laughs> right um i feel like that's all we've got to cover for this week yeah um, everything race of champions this weekend give it a watch if you've never watched it it's very entertaining i thoroughly enjoyed it last year when i watched it 24 hours of daytona definitely recommend giving it a watch especially if you're interested in getting into um endurance racing this year um i personally wouldn't ever suggest starting out with a 24-hour race but you know what do it odds on they're big at home exactly um and if you have got formula e this weekend formula e is on and there is two rounds one round on saturday and one round on sunday which are round two and three of the season hey nice that was a lot of... I'm so glad that F1 hadn't started yet because that would have been even more to discuss. Yeah. Ah! Huh? Ah ha ha. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. No. Next <coughs> week. I was going to say, I was like, ooh, are there going to be... Is there any car reveals before next week? But there's not. It's the week after. Nice. All right. Well, thank you guys for stopping in and joining us. Um, the two bitches were left. Uh, Celeste <laughs> will be back in a couple of weeks. She comes back home next weekend. I think she's back in time for the car reveals. Yeah, she's back home next Sunday, I want to say. The 5th? That makes sense. 
Yeah, no, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. When did Chelsea is play? Is that not the first goal? We play Fulham on Friday the 3rd, so I think she comes back on the 4th. Yeah, something like that. It's either the 4th or the 5th. But yeah, one of the two. It's next weekend. So Celeste won't be back next next podcast. The week after that, the baby will be back. Um, oh, first, first car reveal is next Friday. Yeah, so it won't be in time for the yeah. new... Um, thing plus it's the car reveal that's gonna look the exact same as it does every year even though they said that it's gonna be new kit new car however someone i did see something on the interwebs obviously never trust things that the interwebs tell you except if it comes from us uh, <laughs> that was a joke by the way <laughs> um i read somewhere on the internet that it's because they're doing it in new york yeah something to do with Ford headquarters or something, and that there's rumours that they're announcing collaboration with Ford. Oh. Question mark. Yeah, that sounds about right. And there mm. is, according to sources, that Ford is set to enter F1 with Red Bull in 2026. So whether they're going to announce it at the car launch ow possibly mm. don't know <laughs> don't know there's 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 that really you know we'll see that's just something we've read and seen and whatnot and obviously there next week but we'll discuss more on race livery reveals next week because i feel like if you're like new into the sport you're kind of like what why why do we care about these race liveries like why do we care about the reveals and we'll probably tell you next week all about it if we get time after we've spoken about race champions 24 hours of daytona and the dairy pro Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Um, if you are listening on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts, please give us a five-star rating. Um, and if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you give it a like. Let us know um, if you enjoyed it, if, how well you did on the quizzes, the guess who. Um, and yeah, if you haven't, go check out our website, parkfem.co.uk. We're trying to post a little bit more on there. Um, and check out our social medias. They're all parkfem. Thank you, Alexa. Parkfem underscore uh, because Parkfem was taken on one platform and I wanted them all to be the same. So Parkfem underscore Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. Go check them out. I've been grinding out. Well, I was grinding out the TikTok. We don't talk about the week hiatus. We don't talk about it. Um, but yeah, see you guys next week. Ciao, Bella. Ciao, Bella. I don't know why I was holding my arm like this. Ciao, Bella. Ciao, Bella. Ciao, Bella. <laughs> <laughs> I said, hey, ha, da, hey, baby, to the head of the city, no mama, honey, and a booty, and a booty, and a booty, and a booty. That's just the outro. We do the chowmelo. That's just like, I said, hey, ha, da, hey, baby, to the head of the city, no mama, honey, and a booty, and a booty, and a booty.